everyone. Welcome to She Knows Arsenal. My name is Jessica and I'm your host and you can follow me on Twitter at It's Jessinho. Having a little bit of a hard time here. Okay, so this is going to be the match preview for Arsenal versus West Brom. We play them tomorrow and um, I know we're just kind of stumbling through this now. Not really much to play for. Still feeling pretty, probably feeling a little bit down um, about being outside of Europe and those are really the bigger conversations being had these days is how do we move on from this? Where do we go from here? Things like that. But between now and the end of the season, we still have a couple games to go. So we'll still be doing match previews and match reviews and all that kind of stuff because we have to, you know, life will go on, Arsenal will go on and we just have to continue on, you know, but if you're in the chat box watching, just let me know how you're feeling and, um, yeah, where you watch it in from. But so we play we play West Brom and I think so much apathy isn't there. You know, it's like, what does this really matter? So let's not play any of the really important players. Hold on real quick. Sorry if you guys hear like a thumping sound. The neighbors are doing something weird. So I'm thinking in this game that we need to take as many people out of the firing line as possible. Um, that includes Saka and Emil Smith-Rowe, Thomas Party, Aubameyang. I think all of these players need to come out because it's been a long season and there's nothing to play for. And I feel like the last thing Arteta needs to do is go out there with some strongish lineup with some mess about how we need to finish the, the season strong. Uh, we don't. This is a time to rotate and let's start preseason early. I know that sounds bad, but these players need rest. You know, if some of them, I don't know who in particular, I think probably Granite Xhaka, um, if he's still fit um, or if he becomes fit, Karen Tierney, um, maybe Bakayo Saka, these players may be playing in the Euros. So for me, those players need to, to sit down, start their preseason early. It's unfortunate because I think Balogun and Aziz both played today or yesterday for the Arsenal under 23s. And I'm not sure if that would take them out of um, contention for the game tomorrow. Um, they played, they played this game. When did they play it? They played it yesterday. So that would have been Friday, Saturday. I mean, they, they could play them, but I would just imagine that maybe that would be too close, you know, in, in, in secession, you know, but uh, the fact that they played for the under 23s, I mean, I think maybe they played because I think the under 23s are fighting for their life <laughs> and they may get relegated or something. So maybe that's why they played. But the fact that they weren't removed from that game and rested or, you know, just put in the squad for tomorrow's game, I think is a little weird. Um, Balogun should be playing. Aziz should be playing. But I don't think they will because they played for the under 23s yesterday. So I think it's just such a weird feeling because, you know, we don't have a lot of kids to blood right now. I know that, you know, a lot of people want to see more academy kids. I don't I don't think Arteta is going to use this opportunity to do that. I really, really don't. And they haven't really been added into the squad on a regular basis this season to just put them in in the last couple games of the season. I think it's a little bit far fetched that he would do that. So I don't know. Oh, 
it's just, it's, it's harsh, but I can tell you right now, the people that I wouldn't be playing are Tierney, you know, Granit Xhaka obviously won't be there. Saka, Mill Smith Rowe, Thomas Party, all of them should sit out. I would play like Ceballos, you know, because he's not even going to be here. So just put him out there. Um, and Ketia, you could play him. You could play Nelson. Yeah, I see that some people are saying Nelson. You could play Nelson. Um, yeah, I mean, just whoever is Cedric, maybe you could put him out there since apparently he's not good. He can't play in Premier League games or Europa League games, so maybe just play him in this game. Um, you can't play him in games that matter, apparently. You could play um, Marie and Holding again, you know, because we're just not really doing anything. AK Gunner says, when the pressure is off, the players play better. A lot of them cannot handle expectations and the pressure. Yeah. Yeah. But I also, I, I think if you play like more of the starters, there'll be just kind of like, I feel like there'll be zombies, you know? So I think from now until the end of the season, especially in those last two games where fans will be in the stands, I think we deserve to see performances regardless to if we're really playing for anything. And the only way we'll get those is if the kids, some kids are playing the, the senior players aren't going to give us anything. Like I wouldn't, I mean, maybe, I don't know. I don't know, but um, let's just go ahead and, and do a lineup, you know, and, and see what maybe we could do. You guys, I'm, I'm really struggling to, to find an answer for this, you know, what we put out here, because realistically, does it matter? Like, not really, you know, but I still think Arteta will go out with some weird, strong lineup for whatever reason. And because Aziz and Balogun play for the under-23s, I don't think they'll play on Sunday, which they should. So let's do this. Let me share my screen real quick. All right. So goalkeeper, I think we should play Matt Ryan because there's no point in playing Bert Leno. Um, just give him some minutes. I think he's been good for us this season, even though he hasn't really played that often, which is fine, you know, but put him out there, I think, against Newcastle. He did a really good job, and I would imagine he could do the same against West Brom. I think – for the center back pairing, um, I wouldn't play Gabriel because he's important to us. I think um, he's the guy. He's the person that we need to be looking to bring in a center back partner for. It's unfortunate that he wasn't played against Villarreal. For me, that's the person I would have played, but he didn't get a chance. But I don't think now is the time to play him. He should start his preseason early because we're going to need him next season. So I would just put Marie back out there. I don't even think Pablo Marie has a face in this thing. No. And I put I put holding back out there. David Louise is is not is not fit. And just put holding out there. I mean, it is what it is. Um let's see, right back. Um, I would imagine that we would see Chambers. Um he didn't play against um Villarreal and you know he doesn't Arteta doesn't rate Cedric at all you know Cedric is not playing now so you know you could play Cedric here 
he really wanted to. Um, I don't see him playing that Joel Lopez person. I just don't think Arteta has it. I don't think he's, his mind is built around getting youth involved in this squad now at all. So um, not those, not those youth. The only time that we've seen them was in preseason. And I think that's the next time we will see them. So maybe Cedric plays at left back. I think you play Elneny. Um, I think you play Ceballos. He's not going to be at Arsenal. And again, I would play Aziz. But the thing is, is Aziz played for the under-23s just a couple days prior. So I don't think him or Balogun will be available for this game. I'd be shocked. So, and Arteta will put out some pseudo strong lineup like he always does. Um, in the cam position, you could play Willian. Right? So, yeah, this is about as scrubby as you could get. Sorry, you guys. Then at right mid, you could probably play Nelson. Um, I think that's fine. You know, Reese Nelson could play there, get a couple of minutes. Um, left mid, you could play Martinelli so that he could get some minutes, uh, get some minutes in his legs. And then I would play Nketiah. That would be what I would go for. Um, no no Saka, no Emil Smith-Rowe, no Party, no Bamiang, no Lacazette, uh, no Gabrielle, none of the players, none of those. Uh, and Tierney is not really fit, and neither is David Luiz, and neither is Xhaka. So this is what I would expect. Um, to be honest, with the whole score lines and things like that, I don't really think – I'm not really thinking, like, we need to beat West Brom because at this point we're going to finish between 10th and – 10th and maybe 11th or 12th. So it, it really doesn't matter. And West Brom is fighting for their lives. So they will look at this opportunity to get one over on us. So, um, and I just don't imagine this team having a lot of energy after what happened, but this is what I would play again. I know that we want to see Balogun and we want to see um, Aziz, but they both played for under 23. So I'm not sure if they would even be involved in this. So again, Ryan Chambers holding Marie, Cedric, Ceballos, Elneny, Willian, Nelson, Martinelli, and Enketia. That's who I would play. Let's see. Yeah. So, I mean, it's you guys, I'm I'm so trying. <laughs> I'm so trying. But um, I think it's important for us to try to stay as positive as we possibly can. Um that's all we really could do. You know, that's all we really can do at this point. Um, season's over and, you know, we're going to pretty much enter a brave new world, you know, where we're outside of Europe. And we did talk about yesterday what some positives to that could be. I do think there's some positives if we attack it properly. If we don't, then it's all a lost cause, you know. But if we do, you know, there, there are some positives like, you know, we could – rest more players. We could find an actual starting 11. We could, um, I don't know. We could actually go after the league. I think that our league position has been poor the last two seasons. So, and that's really all that matters. Cups obviously matter, you know, winning trophies matters, but you're judged on the league. And if this gives Arteta an opportunity to 
you know, attack the league and get us some league form, that would be great. But um, yeah, what are you guys saying in here? Let's see. Newman says West Brom are as good as down. They probably are. But I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they just took it. You know, if you give certain teams an inch, they'll take a mile. Look at what Newcastle did to Leicester. You know, if you give an, a, a team an inch, they'll take the mile. They will. So if we look like we couldn't give a toss about this game, they'll smash us. Bjorn says seeing Willie in there makes me laugh. That guy, that man is a fraud. You know, with Willie and I just think, you know, and in general, I think we need to fail faster. Um, I know it would be really difficult, but I think he's one of the people that I'd spend a, quite a bit of time trying to get rid of um, this summer. Um, I don't think he's – he's not a bad player. We know he's not um, because he's played well in the Premier League his entire – pretty much hit, like for 10 years. So I'm not saying he's the worst player that I've ever seen, but him being at Arsenal has not worked out. And I don't see it getting better. And so we we could do a lot better than Willian as a backup right wing. We really, really could. You know, so for me, I'm thinking he's somebody that we need to try to shift on maybe to the MLS or something like that. But gosh, the guy has been really terrible this season. There's no bones about it. I mean, he is he was he's been bad. No way to manipulate that. AK says West Brom are likely going um, to get a result. They're fighting to stay up and our players are not playing for anything. I predict a draw. I mean, I could predict a draw. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if we got, if we, if we lost, you know, not, I'm not trying to be like negative, but it's just true because we're not going to be fighting for anything. And whatever, if you put in a team full of the backup players from the first team, they will, they're not going to play the only, I think the only opportunity you have to get a performance out of this team against West Brom is to play kids. And I don't anticipate Arteta going, I, I think he'll play up the narrative that we need to finish strong. And his idea of finishing strong is playing the backups, you know, he's never been the type to just throw kids in there ever. Yo-Yo says players like William, why is my, you guys, like, why is it going off this way? So annoying. Players like Willie and Danny have robbed minutes from the Hale and graduates. Arteta is a waste of space and time. I mean, but he's going to be here. The, the reality is, is he's going to be here. You guys know I agree that Arteta should be gone. He should be sacked and he should have never gotten the job to begin with. But he's going to be here. And I think he has made mistakes, you know, giving or trusting certain players for an extended amount of time where he really shouldn't have. Um, those in particular, the ones that you've named, Yo-Yo and Willian and Danny Ceballos, you know, those minutes could have been given to other players and they weren't. So that's just something that Arteta is going to have to. Those are red marks on his CV as far as I'm concerned. You know, he took way too long to introduce kids and um, some of the kids and he gave too much respect and time to players like William. I think William has stolen more minutes from Pepe. And for me, that's, that's the most egregious error. I think Pepe has been trying, you know, he, he may not, he may not look like he, he, he's trying, we can all tell that he's trying. And I think he wants to be successful. Whereas William's just kind of sleepwalking his way to 200 grand a week. And that's really unfortunate. So I think the person that's been hurt the most 
from Willian being in this team is Pepe. We've lost a you know so much time of development for Pepe, and that's just unfortunate. Um, Bjorn says you should play as many youth players as possible to give them game time. We that's what we should do, but Arteta's not going to do that. He's he's not going to do it. He's I would be shocked if I saw like Lopez and Aziz and Balogun out there. I think he'll play the backup players and and make this narrative around you know ending the season on a strong note. And this is what strong looks like. Um, why not? Says we could actually blood the youth them against Premier League teams. We could, but I don't think Arteta will. Um, let's see. not a dating app you guys it's just twitter and people probably arguing with me <laughs> about everything that i say twitter is the wild wild west these days i'll tell you that um newman says willian only came for the money i mean i think a lot of players i mean i don't i think a lot of players over the last couple of years have only came because we were offering them a certain amount of money willian is no different i agree with you um newman is that we offered him the contract length and the wages that he wanted. So he came to us. He's He doesn't care about Arsenal. I mean, that's that's clear. And um, the faster we get rid of this guy, the better. Abdallah says, Jess, what did you think of the games in the Champions League this past week? I mean, um, Manchester City versus PSG and Chelsea versus Real Madrid. I think um, Manchester City... Well, obviously, PSG was capitulated in a way that was so sad to see. Um, the red card, you know, the them fighting every five seconds, trying to dive in the box. You know, they they didn't come to play; they came to to fake their way into into the into the final. I don't know, but um, I thought Manchester City showed their class, and they more than deserve to be there. In regards to Chelsea, because I think that that's what you want me to talk about. Um, I think Real Madrid was always going to have a difficult time because Chelsea doesn't give up goals. And I don't think they have a necessarily like potent attack. Um, they could do that in La Liga because they're leaps and bounds above anybody in La Liga besides Barcelona and um, Atletico Madrid. But in the um, against Premier League opposition, they're just not. They don't have enough legs. Chelsea ran rings around them, and if Benzema doesn't score a worldie, what are you going to do? You know. So I think Chelsea and Man City really do deserve to be in that final, and um, I hope Manchester City wins. I'd prefer them to win than Chelsea for obvious reasons, but um, both deserve to be there. You know. So hey, hopefully it's a good game. <laughs> Bjorn says no other clubs tried to sign Party or Willian last summer. That should tell you guys something. I mean, I would take Party out of that. I think we all know that Party is a world class player, and you know he had a release clause. Not a lot of teams could pay a forty five million dollar release clause last summer, and um, so I really wouldn't class Party in that. I think that's harsh. So. Maybe I think you're a United fan. I know a lot of United fans wanted Thomas Party, so maybe that's just a little bit of feeling like you may have missed out on something. Um, I don't think Party should be added in that, but Willian, and actually that's not true. Uh, Tottenham wanted to sign Willian. Chelsea actually wanted Willian to stay. 
Uh, Barcelona wanted to sign Willian. So there was other clubs that were interested. So I would say that might not be that accurate. Brandon said, Nelson needs these minutes. I'd be very disappointed if he doesn't see any game time. I wouldn't be surprised if I wouldn't be surprised if he didn't play. You know, I, I don't know. I mean, I would like to see Nelson. I haven't seen him in a while. Um, Nelson's a fun player to watch. I think he's really, really talented. One of his fatal flaws was not taking the loan. Um, from what we know, Nelson rejected the loan. Uh, it wasn't that the club didn't give him one. They offered him one and he decided to stay. If the club tells you in order to be successful at Arsenal, you need to take a loan, you take the loan. And he didn't do that. So I'm not surprised that he's not, he didn't get any minutes. Um, so, but I do think he's a really talented player. It's unfortunate that he's not developed enough at his age for, for us to know what kind of player he actually is. Personally, for me, I don't think he's a winger. I think he's an inside forward slash 10, um, but he hasn't developed fully into that. So I hope he gets a loan. I, I think out of all of the players that we have in terms of Willick, Maitland-Niles, and Ketia, and, and Nelson, he's the one that I would like to see be loaned out and maybe come back because I think he's the most talented out of all of them. Um, I think Willick's doing really good at Newcastle. I like the way he looks, but I still don't know where he would fit in. But Nelson, I think I would like to see him go out on a loan and maybe come back if he does well. But um, in this game, it would be nice to see him, but I, I wouldn't be surprised if we didn't. Jonathan says, in my opinion, Tierney shouldn't play again this season as he's going to play every game for Scotland in the Euros. We should let him recover fully for next season. I don't think we will see him. I think it was a risk that we took because Granite Shaka was out and um, he didn't look fully fit. So I think he will be out for the rest of the season as he should be. So you're 100% right on that. I've never even downloaded Tinder, you guys. I don't. That is so not me. I don't know. <laughs> so not me. Um, uh, Yo-Yo says, Party and Gabrielle have missed out on the chance to be considered legends at previous clubs to now be ridiculed by Gooners for Arteta's incompetence. I mean, I think that's something that that's really disappointing to me about Arteta is that the players that have come in have looked worse under him. Um I know people are trying to rewrite history and revise history and say that Thomas Party was never a good player, but that's a lie. It just is. It it just is. Numbers don't lie. Your eye test doesn't lie. The guy's good. You know, he's he's up there with the top, you know, box-to-box -box midfielders in the world, and he has been for the last couple of years. So Party to me, is somebody that if he doesn't get the proper – he, if he's not surrounded by the proper players, he will regress and we'll either lose him or he'll just become a nothing player. And so either Arteta needs to improve and realize that you can't just set your team up for failure and set certain players up for failure and expect them to do well, or we would need another coach that could come in and, and, and do, and do a job because to put Thomas party in a midfield next to Odegaard and Emil Smith Rowe, I mean, that can work against like, you know, bad opposition, but it just left him so exposed to the point where he looked really uncomfortable. And I just can't say that that's Thomas party is just exposed and he's all of a sudden this horrible player. That's just not what it is. 
Abdallah, it's like very well known that you guys wanted to keep Willie and you just didn't want to give him three years. You only wanted to offer him one or two. It's well documented. <laughs> Footy Chat says, big up Jess, hope you're good. I am good, thank you for asking. Anyone um, going to the protest tomorrow, I want you lot to close down every entrance of that circus stadium we've got to call a home. I mean, one thing I would say about them, I don't, so I don't, I think protesting is fine. And however you guys decide to do it, that's how you decide to do it because I'm not there. So, but if I was there, I would stay outside the stadium and just kind of, you know, do the protesting outside. If you go into the stadium and maybe destroy property and stuff like that, I think it takes away from the message. We saw how that kind of happened with the old Trafford protest. So however you guys decide to do it, that's up to you because I'm not there and I can't tell you what to do. But um, if it were me, I would stay outside of the stadium and, and try to be as safe as possible. Gwendozi, that's a really interesting thing. Um, Gwendozi is injured, you know, so and he has a he's out for the rest of the season. So that means he's coming back to the Emirates probably indefinitely, um, which is, is unfortunate. But that's kind of how the cookie crumbles at Arsenal. We have players that we want to sell and they get injured right before we're about to try to sell them. Yeah, he's had a very indifferent season at Hertha Berlin. Um, one minute, the coach was saying that he's basically going through football puberty. Then the next minute, the football director is saying that he's the ultimate professional. Not sure what the flip-flopping is all about. But um, I think we were going to have a really difficult time selling him to begin with. And it's become even more difficult. So I think we, we could put a question mark over that. Um, Arteta is not interested in Gunduzi at all. And I'm not sure if Arteta is humble enough to bring him back in and use him. Um, I think Arteta is really kind of like, once I'm done with you, I'm done with you kind of thing. So I'd be shocked if Gunduzi was welcomed back and integrated back into the team. But hey, who knows? Bjorn says Real Madrid never wanted Willian. Don't believe all. I didn't say Real Madrid. I said Barcelona. Um, don't believe all the stupid transfer rumors floating around every transfer window. I don't believe them. I don't believe every single one. But Willian was linked with Barcelona, you know, so and I don't think we weren't the only club that wanted him. We were just the only ones stupid enough to offer him three years. So um, I'll probably I mean, I don't believe every transfer rumor that goes out there. But hey, what else? Let's see. Abdallah says, Reese Nelson is a baller. Unfortunately, it's not worked out for him. Maybe he's just one of those that's really, really good, like, you know, in practice and really good in the youth. There's a lot of players like that that are only really good as youth players. And then they're, um, they just don't work out in the senior team. Maybe it's just that, you know, Reese Nelson may never, you know, reach the, his, his, the heights that he's supposed to, or what we thought he would. So it could just be that. Let's see. Newman says, why do people always say, in my opinion, we know it's your opinion? I don't know. <laughs> I think it's just one of those things, isn't it? <laughs> um, let's see. Oh, what's it? <laughs> you guys are having crazy conversations, as always. Um, Bjorn says, I totally agree that Jess doesn't need to Tinder. I really need Tinder. <laughs> you guys, I don't... You guys, let's not talk about dating. Let's talk about football. <laughs> uh, Joshua says, thoughts on Graham Potter. Okay, so Graham Potter, look. Um, um, 
I think he's a really good coach. I do. I think he's um, he's getting a lot out of the players that he has. And to be honest, if he had a decent striker, they'd be above us in the table. <laughs> the metrics say that if they had, if they just had a striker that could put the ball in the back of the net, the way that they create chances, the way that they move the ball up the pitch, they're to me they're very similar to Lee's, but a lot more defensively sound. Where they know how to get into the final third and create a lot of chances and put pressure on the opposition. And he he's done a lot with a with a little. I don't think we can look at any of their players besides maybe like Basuma, maybe Ben White. You know, if you rate him, that um, a lot of those players are pretty mid table. You know, but they are performing well. And if they had a striker, they'd be so much better. So I think that's all up to coaching. He's coaching those players up, and that's why you 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 bring in a coach. You bring in a coach to put together, make the sum of your parts greater, you know, and he's doing that. I think Bielsa is also doing that. Um, They're two really good coaches with very limited resources and it's doing really well with them. Um, If, if you want to know my opinion on, on him and if he would be a good uh, fit for Arsenal, I think, I think he'd get more out of this group than Arteta is. Um, I don't know how much more, but I think, more <laughs> he would so um you know if we hired him I wouldn't be like totally against it I think if we were to fire Arteta or Arteta were to get sacked that is the bucket that we would be shopping in I don't think we'd be in the Allegri you know Luis Enrique class I think we'd be in the Potter Hassan Hoodle bucket looking for somebody that could do more with what we have um I think he's a good manager, and if we hired him, then it would be, you know, I wouldn't be upset by it. But I think it's one of those where he'll go to somebody like a Spurs or something like that and um, do well, and we'll all be sitting there like, why didn't we get him? You know, so I, it's, we had this conversation yesterday about um, – we had this conversation about, you know, is the only reason – the only reason that we should sack Arteta is if we get an elite level manager. And I, I'm not sure if it was me or I think it was me and Lone Star Londoner weren't really agreeing on that. I think, I don't think the only reason you would sack Arteta is if you can get an elite level manager. I think you sack Arteta if you feel like there's somebody that could get more out of what you have, because we're not going to be able to take these 25 players or 20 players or whatever and throw those in a bin and replace them. We already know that we're probably, if we get lucky, we'll be able to get rid of like maybe four players, five at the max and bring in three or four. So you're going to have pretty much the same team. And if some of your, your recruits or the people that come into the team get injured, then you're back with the group that you had to start with. And so that's pretty much what we, what we saw this season when party got hurt or Tierney got hurt, you were kind of back with what you started with. And Arteta has had a hard time figuring out how to get the most out of the group that that he has he wanted he wants to play in a way that suits players that we don't have and I get why he's doing that because he wants to go ahead and, and start the process of playing his system but in the midst of all that we've dropped so many points from the inconsistencies um, so for me if you had a coach that maybe wasn't elite level but could get more out of what you have and could get you into sixth place then you could sack them and be attractive enough to an Allegri or somebody like that because you actually have European football. But that's just my opinion. If, or Newman, I know you don't want me to say in my opinion, but I said it anyway. 
if I, I would say if there was a manager that could come in and get more out of what we have, then that is a reason enough to sack Arteta. But if you feel like if only the only way to the only reason to sack him is to get an, if we get an elite level manager, then it is what it is. You know, um, we can agree to disagree on that. Um, Benitez is a good manager, man. I haven't like looked at him or seen anything that he's done in a very long time. I know he's, he's well-respected. He's been at different clubs at different levels, you know, so, and he seems like a, a higher level, higher level fixer, kind of like, um, big Sam, but like a higher level one. So, I mean, in the interim, maybe he's somebody, you know, that could come in, but who knows, you know, um, I think we're, we're in the Arteta boat for a while. Um, MTA says Arteta tinkers too much. I mean, to go into a semifinal <laughs> of the Europa League and not know what the lineup is going to look like just lets you know how much we've tinkered with the squad. I think the teams that have done the best this season are were able to keep the same lineup and system more games than than not, you know, and we were unable to do that. We we switched systems and switched players so often that we could never really get a groove. And I remember like the key moment where I thought Arteta was overthinking it was when we had figured out what worked for us. And it was either you play a Millsmith row with Lacazette and Pepe and Saka, or you play Saka, Aubameyang, Odegaard and somebody else, you know, that works with the balance. You pick one or the other. And we went into the West Ham game with Aubameyang and Lacazette in the team. And of course, everything kind of fell apart. I know we came back in that game. But it wasn't really until after Aubameyang was subbed out that we started to play our game again. And I just thought to myself, why did you why did you start to put them back in the team together again? When we were failing at the beginning of the season, we had William Lacazette and Aubameyang playing up top and it didn't work. So why when we had figured out that if Aubameyang is playing, you don't play Lacazette. If Lacazette's playing, you play him with the Millsmith row. We had kind of found the chemistry and got some partnerships going. Why did we tear those apart? against West Ham. And from that moment on, we tinkered every single game, did something different. And I know with with Tierney, we had to tinker, but we tinkered again in the semifinal second leg. We did it again. You know, we just kept changing it. So I do agree with that. And we're going into the second season of Arteta. Well, actually this will be, it'll be a second full season, but he will have been here for, he had, we will have touched three seasons. Let's just put it that way. And um, we don't know what system we played. We don't know what the philosophy is. We don't know what partnerships work. And um, that's pretty damning for me that I don't really know what we're doing at all. And I don't think the players do either. Joshua, thank you for, um, for that. I really appreciate it. You guys are the reason why I have subscribers. You guys listen to me talk about Arsenal and just ramble on. So it's all about you guys. Thank you so much for all of your support and liking, sharing, subscribing, following all those things. I just, I love it. I love talking to you guys. This is actually making me feel better, <laughs> even though I'm like still sad. <laughs> um, Footy chat says, am I Arteta out? Um, you want him gone, but Let's get the owner out first, and then we deal with the fraud afterwards. I mean, um, I'm Arteta. Yeah, he should be gone, you know, um, but I know he's not going to go anywhere, so I don't know. I can't really yell and scream about it because I know he's not going anywhere. It's going to be really hard to get these owners out, so I don't want to be negative and say 
you know, um, that protesting won't work. I think we, we know that we need to hit their pockets in some way. So not buying merch, you know, not going to the games, but how many fans are going to agree not to go to games? I'm not sure. So I think it's important that the, the ownership, everything changes from the top and then things will get better all the way down to the bottom. So I agree with that. But I think if we're not able to get rid of the owners or it takes a longer time, then you do need to look at the low hanging fruit. And unfortunately, that's the manager. And we usually look at the manager first, you know, when we want to make changes. And that's because it's the easiest to get rid of. And I think if it's going to take a couple of years to get rid of the owners, which it might, you know, um, I wouldn't be opposed to maybe looking at a different manager as well. <laughs> Bowie the cat says, in my opinion, I would rather have Bielsa. The problem would be the language barrier like Emery. I mean, uh, was the was language barrier the issue or just the fact that they didn't respect Emery? I mean, I think when you go from such a a likable figure or a respectable figure in Arsene Wenger, if you bring in a yes man or you bring in somebody that lacks the ability to be assertive, I think that's more what it is than the language barrier because you see that the Leeds players don't seem to have an issue getting the ideas across from, from Bielsa. Bielsa doesn't have a hard time getting the ideas across to the Leeds players. So I didn't really take a lot of stock in the whole a com communication barrier or them not being able to understand what he's saying, because if you get somebody out there that speaks English or speaks French or speaks Spanish or whatever, it's fine. But I think it was more just the fact that they didn't respect him. We're seeing some of the same things that we saw with Emery um, with Arteta and he speaks perfect English, you know? So I don't really think that that really matters. I think respect matters more than anything. Um, the pooch throwing the, Tantrum. Her name is Bella, and um, she's she's having a hard time this morning. Uh, she wakes up every morning and um, barks at the dog that's um, like next door. So that's just pretty much what's happening right now. So we just have to kind of let her do her thing. <laughs> yeah, my dog. She's cute, I promise, you know, but she's one of those like small kind of yippee dogs. <laughs> uh, Yo-Yo said, which, which club in the Premier League? do you believe will be the likeliest to appoint a female manager head coach first? Ooh, that's such a good question. I don't know. Um, first, first, um, first, I, I, I don't know, maybe like Lester or somebody like that. I wouldn't be surprised. They seem like they're really ahead of the curve these days. Um, they usually first to a lot of things. So maybe Lester. Um, I don't think it'll be one of, like the more older established clubs. I don't think it'll be like a, like a Liverpool or a Manchester United. I just think they're a little bit too traditional for that. I don't really see that, you know, but maybe a more progressive modern club like, um, like Leicester, I could see Brentford maybe doing that because they're a little bit more progressive as well. I know they're not in the Premier League, but I would say Leicester. <laughs> Arteta needs a full preseason, which has not been given. I mean, he'll get one this time, won't he? You know, um, most of our players are not going to be playing in the Euros, so they won't need all this time to come back and and um, get back into shape or get rest or whatever. We'll, we'll have about a handful of players in the Euros, if that. Um, so he'll get that this time. So again, you know, he'll be here. Arteta will be here and he'll get his preseason. There won't be, you know, 
the pandemic won't, I mean, obviously we're still in the midst of a pandemic, but it won't be the beginning of it where you can't talk to his players unless it's via Zoom. Um, they will be practicing in person. Um, so we'll have that as well. There'll be fans in the stands, so he'll have that as well. So a lot of the, the little things that we've given him grace on over the past 16 months or whatever it's been, um, those things are not going to be there anymore. So um, by December, if he's not up at the top of the table, he's, he's going to have to go, you know, but he'll get that preseason to do whatever he's going to do and figure out how he's going to instill this philosophy on this team. Let's see. Just for manager at Arsenal. I'm telling you guys right now, if I was the manager at Arsenal, you guys would hate me. <laughs> um, I'd be sacked <laughs> quick. Like one of those um, that was sacked in like three days or three games. I'd be one of those. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't think I could do a better job than Arteta, to be honest. <laughs> now, director of football, maybe. I think that would be a, a more fun job that I would want to take. Um, <laughs> Newman, this is so mean. The players were just too stupid to understand. Emery, I just think these players, they're that group of players that was there under Emery, because the the players that were under Emery are the different are different than the players under Arteta for the most part now. So I think they just didn't respect him. You know, there was the players were running the team. You know, the the patients were running the asylum essentially. So, um. It just seemed like they just didn't respect Emery at all. You saw the same thing at PSG. They didn't respect him at all. He's not a big club manager. Um, so I think it was more that than anything. Um, but he wasn't a great coach at Arsenal. So I'm not saying he was like amazing. I just don't think they respected him. Haji says, I don't think that Basuma can play with party in the middle. They're almost the same. Maybe a guy like Ben Acer from um, AC Milan, you know, um, isn't that somebody that was in our academy? I mean, so here, look, here, my thing with the Basuma thing is I understand that we, we need more than just Basuma. We do. If we were a well-run club, we would go ahead and get a Watu, you know, or somebody like that, that could play more like a progressive eight. Um, if my, my biggest issue is that when party is not in the midfield, we lose all athleticism whatsoever. And we need somebody that can run up and down the pitch and cover space and defend the back line. And we don't have that in anybody else besides Thomas. So I think getting a, a true six is important to unlock Thomas as well so that he can, you know, receive the ball off of the back line or Basuma can do it and pass it to party and we can have more of that balance. Um, and then if party is not playing, Basuma can play with somebody else. So I think Basuma is an important part of a complement of midfielders that we need. It's not necessarily that we just need Thomas and Basuma and that's it. We obviously need somebody else as well, but I think that is definitely a profile that we need, you know? So, um, I would prefer if we can get more than one midfielder, but we won't, we'll only get like one, you know, and they'll be like, ha, we gave you, we gave you what you wanted. We got you a big, big signing, uh, you know, but we know we need more than that, you know? So um, I think they, they can play similarly, but I think they have different qualities. Like Thomas is not a true six. He's not a CDM. He can do it, um, but he's not amazing at it. Whereas Basuma is like a real shutdown CDM 
uh, knows how to patrol the, right in front of the back line, keeps you from being exposed, also has a good pass on him. You know, I, I like Basuma a lot. But I do hear you. I think we also need somebody that can progress the ball and play more offensively, maybe more like a Ramsey-ish type or a, a Wah, something like that, you know. So uh, ideally, we need somebody who can score goals from midfield. We don't have that. So, yeah. Um, let's see. Footy chat says, what players do you want to, I, I just want to say, I, I, I love how we just kind of like disbanded the whole idea of doing like a full on preview because like who really, I mean, like whatever, just pure apathy. And we're just doing like full on Q and a <laughs> actually prefer this <laughs> and just talking about, you know, it's hard to talk about a game before because you're not really talking about anything and making predictions. Like, I'm never right, you know, so, um, but what players do I want to see go in the summer? Um, oh, all, no, I'm just kidding. Um, for sure, like, um, uh, Ansley Maitland-Niles, Enketia, Lacazette, um, Bueno Ceballos is gonna go anyway, Bellerin, um, and Terrera slash Guendouzi, something like that. You know, um, I have it like written in my phone. Let me pull it up. Yeah, I have it written in my phone. Yes, I have it written in my phone. I always, cause it's, I always forget what I, what I thought. Oh, Kolasinic, Lacazette, Bellerin, Maitland-Niles and, and Joe Willick and, and Ketia if we can. Those are like the main ones that I would like to go. Um, so yeah, uh, if we could get rid of all of those, that, that would be amazing. Uh, Joseph said, party is box to box. Basuma is a ball stopper. It works on paper. I, yeah, I agree with that. I do. Um, Joseph says, bring back Terrera. I don't think he wants to come back. The guy was broken. <laughs> he was broken. I don't think he wants to come back. And I don't think Arteta likes him, to be honest. Um, so, yeah. Um, Imtia says, Basuma, Ramsey slash Awar, and party next season. I mean, that would be with um, Smith Rowe would be a nice little compliment of midfielders. Um, but what do you guys think about the creative midfielder side? You know, we're being, we're not really being linked, but when Dia continues to be um, talked about amongst like Arsenal fans as somebody we should look at, he was amazing in the championship last season or this past season. But, you know, obviously his numbers looked different the last time that they went from the championship to the Premier League, but he was, he was still one of the top chance creators in a really, really bad side. Um, he is not really a true 10, but I also feel like looking at the system that we're playing now, do we really need a 10? It almost looks like Odegaard is lost in that system, but there's also the aspect of, you know, maybe Norwich wanting a lot of money for for Buendia now that they've come up and um I think we could convince him to come because the reality is is that the percentage of teams that come up from the championship and go back down or is pretty is, is is big so maybe he would want that security of going to a bigger club and um yeah so what do you guys think about that like maybe doing getting Buendia versus bringing in Odegaard Odegaard, I think, has been has shown glimpses, but I would not spend 40 to 50 million on him right now. And um, 
Buendia to me is a little bit more of a sure thing in my mind, but he also plays like more right wing, which would maybe hinder Saka a little bit. But um, what do you guys think about that? Yeah, Bjorn, I agree. Nobody really cares about the West Brom game, but I, I gave it a good old college try. I really did. <laughs> um, Black Diamond, do I do content on Instagram? Yeah, I'm at it's Justino on Instagram, but I don't pay as much attention to that as I do my Twitter because Instagram is... For me, I have to work a little bit too hard for that. Um, but yeah, um, I will get better at Instagram. But yeah, I definitely, I'm on there as well. Uh, yeah, a lot of people are saying Bellerin. Uh, Lord Highbury says Kessie or Kessier is the best partner for party. Um, he is better than Basuma. Thoughts? I think he's good for AC Milan. I like the player. Um, I think he has, he's a similar profile to Basuma. But I can't say that he's better than Basuma because I've seen Basuma in the Premier League. So to me, Serie A is so different than the Premier League that I'm not sure it would translate. But I mean, if AC Milan would sell Kessier to us for $25 million and Brighton maybe wants Basuma for 40 maybe that would be an interesting conversation to have. Because if he could adapt, then you save a lot of money there, don't you? Mm -hmm. Yo-Yo comes with the fire questions. <clears throat> Question. Does Willick's form expose Arteta's inadequacies, having outscored every Arsenal player in the Prem since his departure? Well, I would say it depends on what you think, um, how you felt about Willick before he left. I think I, I like Joe Willick, but I thought that he... The system that we were playing before when he left that had like just like a true 10 in it, I think wasn't a good fit for Willick and he wasn't defensively aware enough to play in the pivot for me. And I think that was something that Arteta said was that he was looking for his defensive awareness to, to develop. So I'm okay with the loan, you know, because I think that that was the right thing for Joe Willick to get playing time and not just get like these little, you know, five minutes here, 10 minutes there, and to really be able to develop the type of midfielder that he is. I'm not shocked that he's doing well at Newcastle. I think we have to take into consideration that it's not that difficult to look good at Newcastle because he should be one of their better players. But I think what it does show is that when you, we opted to get rid of our more athletic midfielders in or players in Ainsley Maitland-Niles, Willick, even you can count Guendouzi in that, people with the engine, people with legs that can run. And we we kept like the Ceballos and, and Granite Jockas. Now, I'm not saying that Joe Willick and Ainsley Maitland-Niles are better players than Granite Jaka and Ceballos. But what I am saying is that what it exposes is our inability to run. We don't have any running power in the midfield. And it exposes us when Thomas Party is not available. And that's why we end up playing a more stiff, structured style because you can't take risks if you know that your your players get easily bypassed. I think Xhaka does a good enough job using his positional awareness to a certain extent to make sure that he doesn't get as exposed as he used to. But Ceballos is not that type of player. So I think what Joe has showed is that maybe he's not the answer, but we need players with legs because what he's able to offer 
from a box to box standpoint and a late run standpoint and a goal standpoint is something that we miss out on. So I think he shows what we don't have, even though I don't think he's the nece- like the answer. And again, I'm not saying that Joe Willick was pulling up trees at Arsenal and Arteta made a mistake. I'm just saying that it exposes not having athleticism in the team. It, it does expose us to a certain extent and leave us vulnerable in the Premier League, because for me, you need running power in the Premier League. And that's just my opinion. But um, yeah, I mean, it doesn't look good, though. It doesn't look good when your players start doing well on loans, because then you're like, well, why couldn't you get this out of him? You know, this kind of thing. But I don't think Arteta was sold on Willick because Willick is not a technically brilliant player. And I think Arteta prefers technical quality over just sheer, you know, um, power and pace. And um, yeah. So I don't know if it necessarily exposes him, but it doesn't look good. You know, it doesn't look great. Um, Exactly. Our players are immobile, you know? Um, Yeah. Our players are immobile and I'm sorry, you just, you need mobility in, in the Premier League period. You can get away with that in La Liga. You can get away with that in Serie A, but you can't get away from away with that in the Premier League because one thing that this season has showed me is that it's basically a basketball it's a basketball game, it's end to end, and if you can't if you can't be a part of the game, then you get left behind. And in so many games, we were unable, we had to sit in a very stiff shape and not and in order not to expose ourselves, and that's because we we can't get up and down the pitch, you know, and we can't cover large you know, we can't cover large areas of grass. It's just, I cannot believe that we allowed the team to get this unathletic. It's just crazy to me. Um, Yeah, Willick had chances and failed to show up. And that's the thing. I'm not saying he pulled up trees, but I think he shows that, you know, um, I don't think we should go. I, I think he just, he has some qualities that we need, but we probably need it at a higher level. So it may not be Joe Willick, but you know, we need players like that. Um, AK Gunner says we should prioritize a goal scoring high chance creative midfielder or creator midfielder and the molds of Bruno Fernandez. Basuma is needed, but the big money should be spent on Grealish, Fernandez type, KDB type. I mean, who is that? I think the closest thing to that is probably Emmy Buendia that we could probably get our hands on. I like Grealish. I love him. I think he's a great player, but I don't think he's going to come to Arsenal. And um, Buendia is that type. You know, he creates goals, he scores goals, he's direct, he's young, you know, and I think that's more maybe the type of player that you guys are looking at. You know, I'm not sure if, if you guys agree, but that's what it kind of seems like to me. <laughs> Bjorn says, look at Lingard now for West Ham. He would never play that well for Arsenal, just the same with Willick. I mean... Uh, I think there's just certain managers, like if you look at, uh, I think, Dean Smith, I think that's what his name is, uh, David Moyes, Graham Potter, Bielsa, they're able to get a lot from the players that they have. Um, They make their players look better. They look like they fit the system. They look happy. And those are things that you get from an experienced manager. We're not getting that from Arteta because he doesn't have the experience and he's not getting the most out of these players. So I think that's painfully obvious to me that I know 
I, I look at like West Ham and I'm just thinking like those players are not great, but they're in a system that makes them look good. And Moyes decided to play to their strengths and not try to make them play a way that they don't play. And um, I think that's one of the fatal flaws of Arteta at the moment. Yep. Willick should make us some good money. Newman, I am not reading that. <laughs> uh, Paul says our team is overcoached. That's what it kind of looks like, um, that they're overthinking it. Um, he also says Odegaard has been underwhelming and he's not athletic enough to make an impact in the Prem. So Biles can take him along back to Madrid. I mean, that's he's he's another one that's immobile, in my opinion. I know that he presses okay, but you can easily bypass Odegaard. He's really lightweight. And I think we need players more in in the profile of Grealish slash Buendia than Odegaard. You know, they're just there's a time and a place for that if you're if you're city and you have technically brilliant brilliant players all around you, you know, then it probably works out better. But what we do have in abundance is players that are fast and can be direct if they are allowed to be direct. And if we could just lean more into that, I think we get better results. But of course, we're being we're playing this weird tiki talky style with these small triangles that doesn't really suit us. So I'm not really sure where we go from here again. I don't know what the system is. I don't know what the philosophy is anymore. It's just is what it is. Um, yep. But you guys, let's see what time it is. It's 930. And I think it's what it's Man City versus Chelsea time, isn't it? So I'd love to watch that game. Um, I don't know if you guys are going to watch it, but if you if you're not and you're going to do something else with your day, enjoy that. Um, I will be back tomorrow with the instant reaction immediately following our game. And um, yeah, enjoy the rest of your weekend. Try to enjoy yourselves, you guys. Um, I know it's difficult, but we will get through this together. Like the video, subscribe to the channel, and I'll see you guys in the next one. Bye, guys.